What is up, amateurs? For this new episode of our podcast, we have our very first special guest on the show. From your friends at the Amateur Outdoors, thank you guys so much for being patient for this new episode release. As you guys know, it is not easy trying to line up everyone's schedule. Everyone gets super busy, and it's just tough to get this done. Let us know what you guys think of this episode by emailing us at theamateuroutdoorslive at gmail.com, and make sure you follow us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Now let's get to it. Welcome to episode four, Amateur Outdoorsman. We have a special guest with us, Travis Shepherds. Travis, say hi. Hello. How's it going? Oh, yeah. Well, um, Ryan, how you doing? Pretty good. Pretty good. What's up, Travis? How you been? Oh, pretty solid, Ryan. Pretty solid. Yeah. School's going good and all that shit? Uh, yeah, when you only got to go once a week, you're doing good. Oh, that's not bad at all. <laughs> that's not bad at all. Yeah, once a week is kind of a breeze. Oh, um... For those of you who don't know, Travis and I are good buddies. We're teammates at Northwood University. We both throw the heavy rock. We throw shot put. Um, we both feel like we're getting super old. Bodies are falling apart. You know, this is how it goes. But um, the reason we're bringing Travis on for our first special guest appearance is because he's done something that not many people have done. You don't hear many people stalking. A buck, especially a mature buck, and getting it done. And it Travis big. did that last hunting season. And Travis, what did it score? It scored like one forty-eight. Yeah, man, that's awesome a big deer. buck. It's it was a super old dude. Wasn't his teeth like rotten? Yeah, it was big. Yeah, he was probably four or five, five five. Yeah. Well, do you remember we cut up his uh, liver yeah. and everything and ate it? And that I was looking up videos of how to prepare uh, venison liver because I've never done it. And I, I'm seeing these livers, dude. They're like, you know, they're like decent size. And the one Travis slaps on the freaking cutting board is like triple the size. I'm like, oh, my God. This thing's huge. Yeah. And then I cut into the wrong part of the liver and freaking black gunk was pouring out of it. I was like, I guess we're we don't eat that part, <laughs> dude. That deer had liver disease. It had some. Nah, we just we just cut into the bad part. The old pump station of the no, liver, pump house. <laughs> but all right, so as you guys know, hunt season is, geez, a couple weeks away now. It's Opening day, exactly. It's getting up here. It's yeah, quick. So, Travis, one thing I wanted to ask you. Um, this hunt season is what are you doing um to try and get ready for this season and what kind of have you set goals for yourself like what do you want to accomplish after having such a great season like you did last year where you tagged out so basically i have two pieces of property that i hunt i have one property that is owned by my grandparents it's like 200 acres we work on it all year and we plant a bunch of corn, and one of the things I did different this year was I planted a couple, like, kill plots 
outside of the corn and in the woods. And I've got cameras out there right now. And there's a couple bucks. There's like two bucks that I really, really would like to shoot. And just to have that satisfaction of like, you put all this hard work in and you actually can get it done. And the other piece of property is in Ashley, Michigan, and it's owned by my girlfriend's grandpa and he pheasant hunts it, but no one bow hunts it. Okay. And that one is just like, uh, it just has just raw, a lot of really big deer. Yeah. A lot of deer. Yeah. Like when, I would, just... when I'd go, go ahead, there, sir. When I'd go out there last year, it would be, I would see six, eight bucks every time I went out and stick. We'd both go out the same morning or whatever. And, I come back and I'm like, yeah, I saw 25 deer. Six. This is bullshit. I didn't see a goddamn thing. I didn't see shit last season, man. It was terrible. Is yeah. there a lot of like pressure like around that property? Yeah, so basically there's it butts up to state land. And a lot of the deer, so it's only 80 acres, but it's got 40 acres of CRP fields. It's got a 20-acre swamp, and then the rest is just like oak trees. So it's like the that's a great mix most of deer haven deer yeah and so in that spot i don't do anything on i just go and hunt it i haven't even put a camera out there this year i did put one out there last year but i just said fuck it i'm just gonna go in blind but uh oh yeah my goal for the season is to shoot a really a nice age class deer on the property that I work on all the time, hunt it a little harder, try and pattern the deer more and see what we can come up with. Oh yeah. And, uh, having such a great year like you did last year, um, definitely makes things, uh, a little tougher, I would say. Um, I mean, you had probably one of the coolest hunt seasons that I've heard someone have. It was pretty badass. Yeah, it was it was pretty cool. I had and even at the time when you tore because you tore your MCL last year. Yes, and we will get into detail about how you shot your bow and killed a buck with a torn MCL, but <laughs> <laughs> which is pretty awesome, honestly. The dedication's crazy. So um, I guess we'll get started. Um, Get started. Tell us a little bit about op- that morning you went out and stalked your first. This was was this your first stalk and kill? Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Like, have you ever tried to stalk like before, like kind of just messing around? Yeah. When it's windy or something. Not really when it's windy. I mean, when I get bored in a blind, sometimes I'll go out and walk around and see what I can find. But yeah. usually, I just jump deer and never, never see him. And get this clear. Did you? Shoot this with a rifle or a bow. I shot the one I stalked. I shot it with a rifle. Yep. So, all right. So and um, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, I was gonna start a story, but if you got something to say, go ahead. No, nope, go ahead. So basically, it was second day of rifle season, and got out there, and it was kind of warm. I want to say it was like forty-five degrees in the morning. And I start seeing deer right away at daylight. And I saw three does and then 
one little buck, like right at daylight. And the where I'm sitting is like you're overlooking it, and it's like 80 yards of just like flood. Like you got like water over your boots. And so all these deer are either coming to the right of me or the left of me or 80 yards out in front of me. And so I saw those four deer come around and they walked past and not, I didn't really think anything of it. I think it was like a little seven point or something. And then I saw something walking through the trees at like 120 yards. And it was um, the buck I shot, another smaller buck and two does. And they go into the swamp. And this is at like eight o'clock and I'm like, oh, damn, I missed my chance. And so I sit there and another hour goes by and then those four same deer go sprinting back right where they came from. I'm like, oh, all right. So oh, I, shit. I grab my grunt. I grunt at him a little bit, rattle the horns a little bit. They don't think anything of it and they just keep walking. I'm like, well, shit. Okay. Well, that was that. Like 9 30, 10 o'clock. I look out into the woods and it's like, it's pretty thick woods. So you got to kind of look through the trees for deer. And I see a nice buck. And so I'm trying to pick him out. And I finally realized that it was the same one that I had just saw cross in front of me. And so I'm like, oh, shit. Maybe I can get him over here. So I hit the grunt again and nothing, nothing. And I'm just staring at my binoculars. He's like 250 yards away at the edge of a hay field and sitting right on the woods. And I'm like, all right, well, I guess I'll just sit here and watch him until he gets up or does something. So and, at, and at this point, what time was it? At this point, it's like 930. Okay. Okay. And then so, and it's in the middle of the week and we have practice at one o'clock or whatever. And I'm sitting there, I sit there for like till 1130, 12 o'clock ish. And I just stared at this deer for so long. And I'm just like, I'm checking the wind and the wind is blowing. If I were to stalk him, I, it was blowing right in my face. So it was blowing behind the deer. So the wind was good. It wasn't a lot of wind, so it wasn't like covering my noise at all. But I was like, whatever, I gotta try this anyways. I don't got a lot of time anyways. So I was like, send it. And I was like, all right, fuck it. Let's. I'll, I'll give it a shot. So I get down out of my tree, and so my tree sits on the edge of the CRP field in the woods, and this deer. So I am facing south. And this deer is to the west. So I get down out of my tree and I got this trail cut to the edge of the woods. And so I walk the trail. I drop my bag. And I I can't see this deer. I have no idea where this deer's at. I have an idea. So I'm just like creeping through the woods and I get to the edge of the hayfield. And I now when, when you started... When you started the stock, was your heart just pounding? Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Oh yeah, I can just I can just imagine as soon as you start that, you're just like your heart's just pounding because I mean, realistically, this thing could pop up just anywhere. Oh yeah, at any moment. Yeah, and I mean, the chance of you seeing it before it seizes you are very 
low, obviously, when it comes to stalking deer. Yeah, it was insane. It, I mean, I was like, there's, I was literally telling myself, I'm like, there's no way that I even get remotely close to this deer. And so I'm getting, I'm creeping through the woods and it took me about an hour to get 250 yards. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Holy smokes. Were you like going like, were you just going super slow or are you kind of like going like 10 yards stopping and then. I was going extremely slow, like one step at a time, grab my binoculars, see if I can see them. Nope. Take a couple more steps. Look at my binoculars. Nothing. I was like, all right. And then finally, there's like this. So there's deadfall in a lot of places. And there's one spot where it's like an L almost. Almost like a barrier of some sort. And so I'm sitting. I'm probably like 60 yards away from this. And I'm like, well, I think if I get behind this tree here, that's like 50 yards away. I can see straight down the wood line all the way. And I think I think he's pretty close to like in this line of trees. So I sneak up to this tree and I'm like, all right, well, if I'm gonna try and grunt at him, I gotta be ready. So I grab I get my rifle all set up, I'm posted on the tree, and I I grunt, drop the grunt on the on the ground, and this deer pops up at like forty yards. And all I can see is his neck. And I mean, he's, he's the biggest deer of my life. He's a dude. And I'm like, I'm like, all I can see is his neck. And I'm like, yep, we're going for the neck boys. And I smoke his ass and he just folds up right there, dude. And I'm pumped. I'm like, no way. I'm screaming. I'm like, there's no way. <laughs> oh my God. No way. And so I'm like, I'm like, oh man, I know I saw him drop, but I'm not going to counted out till I lay eyes on him and dude I walk up on him and he is a unit dude he was such a nice deer I was just a fat mature pig yeah dude he's a damn stud yeah that's pretty awesome yeah um especially it being 40 yards away I mean shit you could have shot him with your bow (laughs) yeah honestly I can't I can't believe you closed that 200 yard distance like that dude i mean getting 40 yards away from a very mature buck in the state of michigan dude like what yeah during the i mean like the smart ones they kind of know what's up they know what's going on yeah i mean you both know the property out in coleman yeah like that's about damn near impossible to do on that property like there's just absolutely no way i could ever even try to get that close to a mature buck on that property. You might be able to like hide behind a cow and like <laughs> Yeah, walk, literally walk the cow up to it. Start start moving. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, that's pretty wild. And um to let everyone know, Trev, how long have you been hunting? When did you start hunting? Oh, I started hunting. I probably sat with my dad when I was eight, nine, ten probably somewhere in there i started hunting like actually killing deer probably when i was like 11 or 12 and i've yep. been insanely in love with it ever since oh yeah so you've basically ever since you could you know consciously shoot a weapon yeah you you've been doing it yep. so. so that's pretty awesome 
Heck yeah. I would see that's something I wish I grew up with, but you know, at least we're doing her now. Yeah, we're here now. That's right. That's all that matters. So, and you also have another. This one's kind of funny. Well, not really, because you tore your MCL, yeah. so that kind of sucked. Yep. We won't go in much detail about that. Yeah. So basically, after the first meet, December third, had a great opener. One of the best I ever had. Well, the best I ever had. And first practice back, back blow out my knee. Done for the rest of the year. And can't see a doctor, blah, 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 whatever. You were a lot of, I mean, we were roommates at the time. Yeah. And you were just in a ton of pain all the time. I was. I was in a pretty dark spot. I was frustrated. I was was sad. It It just sucked. It was really tough time. I'm like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm I'm gonna go sit in the deer stand. So I I go up to our property up north and I'm sitting there and I'm like, I got my crutches. I grab my crutches <laughs> and And so how many days has it been since you tore your eight or MCL it's and then you went out and sat? Four days. Three days, four days. So this this tear is fresh, yeah. like no surgery. Really a doctor hasn't even freaking looked at this <laughs> yeah, thing. <my> God. <laughs> yeah, so Traps, Traps, just like you know, fuck it. I'm gonna go sit out and shoot a freaking deer. Yeah, dude, the spirit of the woods was just calling your name. It was, <laughs> and you know, man. So I normally I never take a four wheeler anywhere I go because I when I did when I was younger, and it just seemed to spook deer off. So I normally walk everywhere. And so I'm like, well, I'm not fucking walking to this place. So I, I grabbed my bow and I grabbed a rifle because it was late doe season and I had a doe tag. I grabbed both of them and I drive the four wheeler up to the only ground blind that we have on this property. And I'm not shitting you. I parked two feet away from the door, <laughs> two feet away. And I grabbed, I grabbed my weapons and I'm jumping on one leg. I go sit in the deer stand, and I'm sitting there, and I'm like, God, you know, I could, I could really use one now, you know, I just, just could really use one, and I don't know, half hour, hour later, this doe walks out, and I'm like, yep, you're fucking dying today. <laughs> Time has come. <laughs> so I, I grab my rifle and a smoker, and I'm like, all right, well, that's one, I guess, and I'm like, well, let's see if we can get another one. And I'm sitting there, and it's like, it's dark, dark. Like, probably shouldn't even be sitting out dark. And I I see a buck come out in front of me at, like, 20 yards. And then I see another buck coming out in front of me at, like, 20 yards. And I'm like, oh, I can't really see what they are, so I'm not going to shoot them. And I see another buck come out in the same spot. And I'm like, well, <sighs> I saw four times on one side on you, so you're going to die today, too. <laughs> and so I grab, I I get situated where I can have my straight-legged ass get in the blind and sh- pull my ball back and shoot this deer. And I, I got situated and couldn't really see anything, but, you know, I just put the pin on the, on the pump station there and smoked his <laughs> That, that is shit. That is shit. That deer, I tell you what, that deer ran like five yards before it folded up with a bow. 
So basically, it just fucking sidestepped and fell. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> you pretty much just got him right in the heart, and he just said good night. Yeah. And the best part about this story is one of my one of my good buddies, Travis Cutler. He comes up and hunts with me up there. He's got a little piece of property up there, and I got these two dead deer, and I'm like, oh fuck, I can't gut these things out. I'm like, well. So I call him and I'm like, "Hey man, you 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 around?" I'm like he's like, "Yeah." I was like, "Well, I got two deer. I need you to gut out." He's like, "Oh, you got two of them?" And he just pumped for me, whatever. <laughs> so he comes bombing it back there, and I'm sitting on the four wheeler. He's he hasn't exactly gutted that many deer in his life, but he's hunted for a while. So I'm trying to teach him how he do, how to do it and everything while I'm sitting on the four wheeler watching him. <laughs> he's just like he's like. Where do I cut here? And I'm like, well, you just don't want to hit that the piss sack there. And he's like, oh, this thing right here. He's like, oh yeah, I won't hit that. And slices one more and pisses everywhere. And just... <laughs> <laughs> I was like, just like, dude, just like that time where you, dude, you had a, you just had, you were the one of the most unlucky dudes alive last year. First off, <laughs> so Trav's coming. I don't. Even, you were coming back from hunting, correct? Yeah, well, yeah. After I just missed the deer with my bow. Oh yeah, so he's already pissed off. And go ahead, you should just tell the story because obviously it happened. Is that to the you. one you had a video of, or something? Yeah, yeah. this is when he got on video. Yeah, in that swamp. Yeah, and so it's like the middle of October. I see this nice eight point, and I'm gonna shoot it. And set. I thought it was at like 35 yards, but he walked out and had him at 40, and so I, I undershot him, and I was just pissed and. All this other shit, and I'm driving home, and deer runs out in front of me and smoke it with my truck, <laughs> just absolutely obliterated it. I'm like motherfucker, dude. <laughs> oh, I can't kill him with the weapon I practiced with for the last three months. I can kill him with my fucking truck, dude. Like <laughs> stupid. And of course that one dies, so I throw him in the back of the truck, and. <laughs> I get back to our house and Stick's there and I was like I'm like Stick, you know how to gut deer? He's like, No. I was like, Well, you're gonna learn. I bought him a knife I, sure did. I bought him a one of the knives that I really like for Christmas and Oh yeah. Um I was like, Well, it's a good time for you to try out your knife, Stick. Yeah, you need some practice in. Yeah. So we took her out to Some State Land. In uh, yeah, State Land and we uh I had Stick gut it out and Mike, he's like, what's this thing here? I was like, oh, that's an air sack. You don't want to hit that. He's like, okay. He's trying to be real careful about it, and he slips or something and pokes it and it shoots the right in the face. Dude, all the I, it like, oh. so first off, obviously it smelled terrible, but it like freaked me out more than anything because this just like wave of freaking air just smacked me in the face, and it freaked me out. <sighs> and But then once I realized what just happened, I obviously smelled it. I was like, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> he was, it was great. But it's pitch black. And it's the first time he's ever done it. And... Oh yeah. I couldn't see shit. We're using phone flashlights, dude. So, but Hey, we got, we got the old tendies out of her. We did. Or him. Yeah. But it was a, that was it a six point. That yeah. Hit? Little six point. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, fuck. So yeah, you had one of the most unlucky years ever. But then again, 
I feel like the dear gods are watching over you. Yeah, they they, they blessed you. I miss I missed two of them during. Well, I hit one of them technically, but the one that I didn't get the day before gun season. That was probably a 160, 165 class deer. That was a huge deer. It was. I remember that video, yeah. dude. That thing was a that thing was big. Swamp donkey monster, dude. I'm gonna look at it. You you still have it? I think so. Oh, but yeah, just uh, you the deer gods are watching over you, Trav. Yeah, they were. I mean, a couple of unfortunate events happened. Yep. Like you missing that one, and then smoking with your truck. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't didn't it take forever to get it fixed yeah it took like three months almost yeah like the whole rest i think i got it back in like wow i don't think i had it before i had my surgery done so like january almost i think the funniest part the funniest part about this is (laughs) trav trav called i think he called me and said he was he Smoked a deer and he's on his way home. I'm like, "Oh, you killed a deer?" And he's like, "Yeah, with my tr- fucking truck." <laughs> I'm like, "Oh my god!" What? And so there's a he gets home, dude. So we obviously throw a shot put. So we we tape our hands with athletic tape, and so he's ha- he has a bunch of it in his truck. He pulls in, and dude, the whole front end of his truck is being held together from freaking athletic tape. <laughs> Shit was so funny. I was like, "Oh my god!" Oh, dude, you gotta post that picture on the Instagram page. Oh, do you still have it? Do you still have it? Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> that was so funny. He just pulled in the driveway. And his whole truck's being held together by athletic tape. Yeah, dude, it was so. The funny. heck, we uh, I'll we got it, it up. Luck. Yeah, we got her done. Got her done. So technically, Trav had uh, what four confirmed kills last year? Yep. Yeah, that's four good. more than four more than I had. So, <laughs> what, what's your what's your plan doing differently this year, Stick? Get yourself well. Obviously, I moved my tree stand. Um, and speaking of the devil, as we're talking, I'm getting pictures on my camera, so that's a good sign. Um, because I thought originally here the past week or so something's going on with my camera, but I did get some pictures today. But um, yeah, I feel like uh. Well, you and I went scouting, Trav, yep. in this property, and uh, we found one area. It's a drop-off. This hill is like 20 feet down, I would say. It, it's a drop. Yeah. It's nice. So we go down there, because I personally, that was my first time going down there, because I feel like every time last year that I tried to go scouting, it was just too late, and I was worried about like, you know, spooking deer. And I don't want to spook a mature buck, and he doesn't come back. Um, so we get down there and we're seeing signs of deer everywhere, like everywhere. I think we even like we even saw four deer, right? Yeah, we four, did. Five, yeah. And this, it's at, it's like what? Noon, one o'clock. Yeah. It was early. It was midday. So they're, they're should be bed down. We're seeing deer. We're like, dude, this is a There's sign from, back the old, there. from Jesus Christ. It's a sign. So we're seeing we're we're walking through, and we're seeing buck scrapes like, in that one spot just everywhere. I mean, some of them were old, but some of them were you know like last year or whatnot. And I'm like, dude, I have to figure out a way to set up near this area. 
because obviously getting to that point is a is just like a bitch and a half. So then I found out that one of the there's like a trail that comes down from the field where all the cows are at, and then you have to cross this little creek. And uh, that's the easiest way to do it by far. You don't have to go through the woods very far. And then, so we keep going through. We Trav and I cross the creek. And this at this point, we're going east. And we see two more does that are bedded down. And I was like, so I kind of figured, I was like, I'm going to set up right here in the middle of where I'm seeing deer. So obviously we saw deer kind of northwest of us at this point. Yeah, more north, but, and then we saw deer to the east. So I'm going to set up kind of in the middle here. Um, Just put my camera out there with it, move my uh, tree stand. And I have been getting some, I've been getting a lot more pictures already than I was getting last year more consistently. So my plan is to shoot the first frickin' doe I see. If she blows, she goes, especially. Um, I don't give a shit, dude. If I see a doe, it's going down. Obviously, I'm not going to shoot a frickin' fawn, but... You should get that first one. You got to break the ice. Yeah, I got to break the ice. This season. I need to taste blood on my lips. You should have. Yeah. You got to eat. You got to take a bite out of heart. Yeah, I'm probably going to... First deer. And if it's a buck, I'm probably going to take a bite out of his testes. For good good luck, you know. like some uh, Michigan Mountain oysters, you know. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> Rocky Mountain oh, oysters, the something. best kind. Yeah, the old Coleman Mountain oysters. Coleman Mountain oysters. <laughs> <laughs> no, but and then um, for bucks, man. I mean, obviously, I want to shoot something bigger than what I shot, but then again, it's just like. If I see one that's similar, probably smoking it. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Probably smoking it, man. I mean, it's been a year. They've grown. The deer have been growing, obviously, because I, I didn't shoot shit last year on this yeah. property. It's been taken out of Yeah, there should be a couple bigger ones hanging out. Yeah. I've been getting a ton of younger bucks running through in front of my camera. So, like, a ton. Like, I think I've already counted probably, like, seven or eight. So... That's a good sign. I'm just waiting for Big Papa to walk out and see him. So, right. I think I think I got a nice one on one of my cameras right now. Keep going on. Is it the one you showed me that was like no staring at it? I think it's a different one. Oh, this dude's just got nice bucks lined up everywhere. Yeah, there's. I, I've seen some of the trail cam pictures. I think Zach showed me. I was like, yeah, this is crazy. Dude, I tell you what, I I haven't gotten any trail cam pictures. Really? Well, you don't well, have your camera set up. Yeah, because one died because Dougie set it up. Well, so and dude, that's so 5, far 000 away. Five pictures. It is far away too. Like it's hard, and you're in Traverse City now, so that's so hard for you to actually get down there. Four, Four hours. hours. <laughs> Four and a half, I think. All right, guys, I'm I'm leaving at midnight. Well, I'm going out open in the morning. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll be down there. I'll be crawling, <laughs> crawling in the freaking. Yeah, dude. I mean. I tell you what though, the what Michigan has done with the um, three point on one side, 
has just made the deer blow up up there, dude. It's just oh, I bet. And then you get that with we've been planting thirty acres of corn for the last four years, and that's just helped it. Like I think I have one spike on camera, and out of the ten or twelve, fourteen, whatever, yeah. how many different bucks I've got on there, and it's just it's just unreal. Like at first it was tough because like the first year that they put the point restriction on, like all the nice bucks were dead and there was no, like everyone shot the little ones, you know? And right. If you didn't shoot a deer for two years, but ever since that's happened, we've taken uh 130 plus off that property every year. Dude, that's, that's awesome. That's crazy. Yeah. And that's your grandparents' property, correct? Yeah. Yep. It's yeah, pretty, cool pretty cool being able to hunt like on your own family. Like it's been in the family for so long and you're so used to just going down there and I know. enjoying. And I mean, stick, stick knows how much I go up there and do shit on it. Oh yeah. All the time. Yeah. We're just, I'm just always up there doing whatever to get it ready. And it's just fun. Yeah. yeah. It makes you excited. It does. It makes it makes all that hard work worth it, especially when you start seeing deer. Yeah. Yep. It's like Christmas morning. Oh yeah. It might but but you get four deer. you get four solid Christmas weekends. Yeah. Think yeah, about dude. it. Yeah. And I mean the For sure. one I got into hunting, rifle hunting. Like I didn't start bow hunting until I was you know, probably 17 or 18 and it, it has just changed so much it's it's way better than rifle hunt in my opinion oh it's superior in my opinion too yeah i can't i, can't, I mean i can't i mean i don't have much experience in both so <laughs> i mean it has just been a game changer like it's you can you sit on a tree and it's not you're not freezing your ass off like it's 45 40 degrees and comfortable with enough layers and you can hear everything you can see everything and it's just it's changed my views on hunting a lot it's quiet you're not hearing gunshots go off i mean unless you're next to like a pond or a waterfowl but yeah dude but um so trev you just picked up a new bow i did i got the bowtech sr350 and i love it that thing's a freaking beast. Yeah. What uh? What broadheads are you using this fall? Uh, I decided so last year I used rages. Well, for the last couple of years I've used rages, but I decided to go with the G5s, the Mega Meats, and dude, they look mean. I'm. I thought those are mechanical mechanical ones. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. so, they're technically a hybrid because like if the mechanical doesn't go off. It's still gonna have a three, three blade cut on it, but it's only oh, okay. like I want to say an inch or an inch and a half cut. But if when it works, it's a two and a half inch cut, and they look mean. Awesome. Yeah. So I'm- now when Trev when when you and I went shooting was it last week? Yeah. Um, we we're shooting our bows and whatnot. You know, getting ready. And Trav's bow, his new bow, dude, it's silent. So quiet. It's insane. 
And as soon as it's, dude, when it smacks a freaking target, it smacks the shit out of it. It's like, don't you pull like eighty? I'm only pulling seventy on this one right now. I'm seventy bumped up, but probably not for deer season. What was your? What were you pulling on your old bow? I think it was like closer to eighty. It might have been like seventy five, but it was maxed out, and I think it was like seventy five or eighty. Yeah. Now you know the the let off of your new bow when I pulled it back that one time. I remember just like trying to dude actually let off. Yeah. I mean, so I I go and, to the sixth house with this thing, and he's got he's got the bow pulled back, and he's like he's got it away from his face, and like you can see that he's like letting it off. I'm literally but, like trying to let off. But you're hold you're only holding like eight pounds at the back, so you you like it takes so much for the let off on it, and it's just like if I've got a deer, you could hold that thing for freaking 20 minutes man oh yeah it's like basically nothing pretty wild pretty wild but yeah so obviously um you've been hunting for a while now you're also an avid fisherman yes so it kind of go into detail on that a little bit um because obviously how long have you been fishing? My whole life. Your whole life? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so basically, cool. basically every summer, me and my grandpa and my great uncle, my grandpa's brother, would go out on these lakes up north and just do, just pan fish all the time. And that was when I was really young and like my grandpa was in good condition back then and we just had so much fun and then then my dad and my uncle went out and bought a salmon boat this was probably 15 uh probably like 10 years ago we bought our first salmon boat and we just got big into salmon fishing dude and it was it was every weekend four times a weekend going out there and just i mean we didn't catch much but it took probably three years for us to really figure out how to salmon fish and right yeah figured it out we were just slamming them and that was that's still so much fun me and my dad go out when we can when i can get down there and go out with them and yeah when uh when ryan and i went on our fishing trip up at fletcher pond you sent us that picture of that 20 pound salmon you caught we caught a 20 pounder dude and that that was fun. We that night we limited out for both of, for both of us and he. So my dad. So this is a funny story. So my dad's got a rotator cuff that's torn completely. Yeah. Like has zero strength in his left arm. And when you've got so, for those of you who don't know that a ditchy diver is something that you throw back in the water and it rides the water and it pulls the line out and whatever it gets the your bait down to a certain depth without having planter boards or anything like that and they're hard when you got a fish on them and you got to pull them out of the um rod holder they're tough to pull out and i've got a fish on one line that i'm winding up and then we get this strike of this 20 pounder on another one 
and my dad runs over there to grab it, and he tries to rip it out, and he almost loses a pole into the lake. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. whoa, whoa. <laughs> and, like, that whole setup is probably, like, three, $400. With oh, the, yeah, easy. With the rod oh, and reel and bait and wire line. And, yeah, so I'm like, whoa, no, 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 no. You take this one. You take this one. I'll grab that one. So I've got a fish on mine, and I just throw it in the rod holder and let him take line, whatever he wants to do, while my dad gets his in. We get dad's, and his was a nice 12-pound salmon, good eating fish. And then we start fighting mine. I'm like, dude, this is a nice-ass fish. Like, we got to get this. And I'm, we're looking at it, and we're looking at it in the water, and we're like, wow, this is this is probably the best fish we've caught in probably two or three years. And we get him in the boat, and he's a old. He's turning brown, getting ready to go in the river. And that was, that was fun fun trip there yeah that was an awesome picture we'll have to post that yeah on our for those of you that don't already follow the amateur outdoors instagram page follow it we are posting content on there um almost daily yes so either whether we post on our story or actually make a post we're posting on it um would love to get you on uh get some more followers on there support us whatnot so but yeah so this has been a great episode i would say it's been fun travis thank you so much for joining us thanks for having me thanks travis and make sure everyone follows us on spotify and apple podcasts at the amateur outdoors podcasts and make don't forget to email us at the amateur outdoors live at gmail.com. If you have any stories that you want to go through, we will go through it and review it on our podcast. Um, Travis, like I said, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for the awesome stories. It's been awesome. Great time. Um, and I will definitely see you tomorrow because obviously we're on the same team. So yeah. I'm good, boys. Vern, All right. Yeah, nice talking to you. You too, bud. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, no problem, boys. I'm looking forward to All right, to until more, next time. Uh, yeah, I know. Yeah. I'm excited, dude. Until 15 days. Until next time, yes, we sir. will uh, talk to everyone later. All right? Stay tuned for the next podcast. Thank you, guys. All right. Stay amateur, boys.